Hi friends, this is Wamboy and welcome to my little space and to the 8th and last episode of this series, for now at least. Thank you to those of you who are listening and who have been listening, you are literally the best. I hope this exercise has been as beneficial for you as it has been for me. I honestly don't know why I didn't start reading earlier but I'm glad I, I did, I'm glad I started. It's it's a really it's a good thing. Disclaimer: If there's going to be background noise in this episode, I am sorry. <laughs> I honestly can't do anything about it. Eh? I hope you're doing well, and thank you again for tuning into this episode. In today's episode, I'll be reviewing on Earth We Are Briefly Gorgeous by Ocean Vuong. It's a novel, and can we talk about that title first? Just, just the title. Just the title is literally beautiful. You'll hear me say the word beautiful so much today because I, I don't know if there's a better word to describe the book, the title, the writing, the poetic nature, the depth, the emotion. It's simply beautiful. So the title already is suggestive of the. Uh, beauty <laughs> that is this novel on earth you're briefly gorgeous is written in the form of a letter and the letter is addressed to an illiterate mother rose from her son who is vietnamese american so the mother being illiterate already suggests that there's a distant chance that the mother will ever get to know what her son has written about her what he feels exactly how his experiences have been you know this book is an expansive sort of confession at the center of which is the mother who will probably never read it. So it becomes more of uncovering the experiences than a channel of communication. It's like Rose, the mother, is the muse around whom he narrates his story. Hope that makes sense. So the novel narrates the family history of this son named Little Dog. Little Dog is a name given to him by his grandmother, Lan, but he he's generally unnamed in the book. Like, other than the nickname, this Little Dog nickname, there is no other name given to him. So the story narrates events since a time when the Vietnamese War was taking place. Um, after being born in Vietnam to Rose and his estranged father, this narrator and his family flee to the U.S. His family... Um, comprises of his mother, grandmother, and him, and his grandfather. So he grows up living in a small apartment with his grandmother, Lan, and Rose. Rose is working as a manicurist, and she is working long hours to make sure she's providing for her family. Note that Rose has been through traumatic experiences from the war, and her trauma manifests in outbursts of rage and violence against her son. And Lan also suffers from schizophrenia and is also not really mentally stable. Lan is a grandmother. So they have been living from hand to mouth and at 14 years old, the narrator starts working at a tobacco farm. There he meets his boss's grandson called Trevor. The two, Trevor and the narrator, they grow interested in each other very quickly and intimately so. So from this interaction, the narrator comes to some sort of sexual awakening and Trevor proves to be very important to the narrator because he brings forth the opportunity for the narrator to develop 
self-awareness and an opportunity also to truly and deeply connect with another person and but even better romantically so trevor also has a troublesome relationship with his parent with his father and it seems that his rebellious quote unquote nature uh, stems from it so he indulges in drug abuse and develops an opioid addiction which worsens his depression so the narrator and trevor have been romantically involved with each other but they eventually part ways when the narrator has to leave for college not knowing whether he'd see trevor again so this trevor situation ends up being very unfortunate eh, i'll just leave it at that <laughs> i don't want to spoil it again so eh, basically that's that's it so in this letter the narrator recounts a series of memories and events that seem unrelated almost out of place but that still seem and feel very relevant to the expression of his feelings um in some of these quote unquote out of place events they appear very metaphorical and that is why i mostly enjoyed reading this book lan the grandmother plays a part in the telling of some of these stories she narrates stories from her past like leaving her arranged marriage back in vietnam working as a sex worker during the war escaping the state of duress meeting her second husband moving overseas she narrates these stories which are obviously connected to the story of the narrator um mind you she's schizophrenic so the stories sometimes are a little bit jumbled up but they are still relevant um the other stories that are narrated in this book are fragments of his memory featuring his mother and grandmother and grandfather and his experiences so storytelling plays a fundamental role in how this novel plays out some of these stories out of place stories are quote unquote are nicely metaphorical let me give you an example he describes the seasonal mass migration of monarch butterflies during the fall during this time there are thousands of butterflies everywhere but one night of cold is enough to kill an entire generation so that their their survival depends on them on them migrating at the right time He correlates this analogy with his mother's decision to migrate to the US to sort of salvage herself and her family. So eh vituka is like you know metaphorical things. Through this letter it seems to me the narrator confronts his emotions, comes to peace with experiences and losses that take place in his life. faces a truth that is his life despite it's not being a bed of roses. He also makes space with his relationships and his interpersonal capacity and kind of uses his life experiences as fuel to better understand himself and to better himself. So by the end of the book it felt to me like a relief. So this book encapsulates matters of war, trauma, abusive relationships, drug abuse and addiction, gender and sexuality, race and racism <laughs> language barriers and what to me is very key in this book storytelling so it's a really beautiful book it's it's sad heart-wrenching but also wholesome and intimate and powerful and beautiful it's 
it's beautiful wewe <laughs> to me it feels like it insists that you take your time reading it to really take it in and experience it um this book is an experience on its own for real so i'd highly recommend it on a scale of 1 to 10 i'd rate it a 9.3 it's it's so beautiful We've come to the end of our eighth and last episode. Thank you for listening. I hope this review and all the other ones have been insightful and you can now decide whether or not you'd like to read their respective books or any other similar books or any other books really. <laughs> if you haven't yet started, read and if you read, don't stop. It's it's a, it's a good thing. Thank you again for listening and tuning in. Till next time. Bye.